Welcome to the Gritty Faith Podcast. I'm Bianca, your podcast host, and I'm so excited to share this time with you. The Gritty Faith Podcast is all about journeying with women through their different struggles and trials that they might face. We talk about it, um, we discuss ways in which we can address these things and conquer them in Jesus' name. So today I'm just going to talk about um, my testimony. I've shared it a few times in bits, but I'm going to try to get as raw as I can because I've always wanted to just really let it out and be honest about where I was so that people know and that you feel encouraged if you are in a place where you don't feel worthy of Jesus, that you don't have to be perfect to come to Jesus. Actually, it is better that you accept that you're not perfect and accept that you're nothing without him. That's where he can come in and transform you. So where do I start in terms of my testimony? Well, I guess I might start maybe as a teenage girl. I think when I was a child, I was mostly okay. I went to Catholic church every week, I listened, I was quite well behaved, I didn't get into a lot of trouble. Um, I think when I really started to fall away was in my teenage years. I didn't have a good relationship with my mother of my own fault because I didn't like some of the ways in which she um, talked to me. Just like any other teenage girl who wanted to just be free and do what she wanted, um, I was really, really horrible to my mother and I used to tell her I hated her a lot. That was not good for my spirit. Um, But outside of that, I also just went through such an intense period of rebellion. You know, and my rebellion was quite specific. I feel like, you know, people who go through those stages of rebellion, there's, there's usually a specific thing that pulls them away and for me it was my relationship with men the thing is that it's a really weird one because I didn't want I don't think that I wanted men to love me or the attention of men but I or maybe I did I I actually still don't know up until today But from the age of 13, I went from being really innocent to having my first encounter with a guy um, sexually at the age of 13, which really scarred me because I didn't want to go there. I was really curious about it, but he sort of forced himself upon me and that really scarred me, but it really was a downward spiral from there. Um, I would just meet guys and it wasn't all the time but I never wanted a boyfriend I never wanted to commit I never wanted like a relationship where I had to sacrifice anything for anybody but I wanted um, the affection I thought it was fun it was so fun to meet guys and to flirt and to get to know them I I don't know maybe I was a bit addicted to this Um, 
And even at one point when I was 19, I fell in love with this guy. And he was way older than me. He was over over 30, maybe 35 at the time. And I was just enamored. He had a girlfriend, a, a very serious girlfriend, and I was still allowing him in my life. I was still falling in love with him. I was still meeting up with him and hooking up with him. And that went on for four years, just four years, like of whenever I went home from college, just spending time with him, um, acting like if he's my boyfriend, you know, when he was not, I was the side woman. I was always the side woman. He never was my boyfriend. Um, I, I didn't take into account what the girlfriend would have thought. And I really, it was all pretty horrible. And the sort of stuff we got up to really, really, yeah, it was it was deep and it was not good for my soul. Um, so yeah, I I had that guy, but then I also I traveled a lot. I went to France. I went to a lot of different places. I lived in England. I lived in America, and all in all, I had over eighteen sexual partners. I never had a boyfriend, but I had a lot. I never had a boyfriend at the point, but I had a lot of sexual partners. I just wanted the fun part. I wanted the the lustful, exciting, infatuation part. I didn't want the commitment part. I didn't want the um, have to get to know each other too deeply part. I didn't want the hurt part. I just wanted the really fun, enamored part. And, and because I didn't commit to relationships, that meant that I had a lot of sexual partners. Um, and, and yeah, so this kind of continued from the age of 13 up to the age of 30, not 30, um, 25, um, where I desperately wanted to know Jesus. Even that guy who I was in love with, I used to tell him, I really want to know God. I don't want to do this. I didn't want to do it. I knew it was wrong. I knew it was wrong in so many ways, but I could not stop myself from going back to him. Um, I tried and then, you know, moving back to England after a really low period, I really went after Jesus. I, I, I got baptized and I really was able to, um, to, to do it less, to fall into sin less, but I still was falling into sin. Um, but yeah, this just went on for such a long time and I found it impossible to to not do it, to not fall into sin. Um, and really and truly, like, one day, that guy, um, he messaged me, because we were in a different country, and he told me, I want to marry you. You're the one I want to marry. And honestly, like, of all the guys I've been with, I just wanted him to tell me that. I wanted him to want to marry me. Um, and that sounded so great but then I think he just said that he was telling a bunch of people that because he wanted to be able to experience things online he wanted me to send him things and and yeah he was just saying all the right things and it was my dream but God revealed to me and saved me from that and showed me he showed me that actually um 
he showed me that this guy was not going to ever love me the way that the Bible talks about love and that I'd seen all of the things that he was capable of and that I would never be able to trust him. And I'm so grateful to God. I feel like that was such a turning point to be able to say, you know what? I love this guy so much. Like, but I don't want to marry him. I don't want to give myself to somebody who would not love me the way Jesus loves me. So I'm so grateful to Jesus for even giving me that insight despite the fact that I was still so weak in my faith. Um, truly, he would have never married me. He, he was just telling me things and I found out later that he was actually sleeping with a friend that I was talking to at the time who was pretending to be my friend, just getting information. And he was also telling her that he wanted to marry her. So he was just not a really great guy at all. Um, but really being able to move away from him and really give that up, which was super hard, was was a turning point for me. But anyway, I think that, you know, what when I think about the fact that I just kept falling into sin, even though the whole time I wanted to know God, I kept falling into sin, knowing that it was not good for me, knowing that it wasn't what God wanted, knowing that I wanted a relationship with God, knowing that it was going to affect my relationship with God. But I was truly stuck. Um, And then, you know, a year later, I think after that, or two years later, I, I got with the guy who is currently my husband. You know, he he wasn't a terrible guy. He was a lovely guy. He was there for me. He was wonderful. And I, I really loved him and I wanted to be with him. And it took me a really long time to even get with him, even though I loved him so much. But we got together and within six weeks, I just had this tremendous amount of fear. Like, I can't do this. I cannot commit. I just, I felt this voice in my head say, do not do this, Bianca. This is a mistake. Just be free. Go be free. Go have fun. This is not fun. Commitment is not fun. Right? So I had that voice in my head. Um, And also, after the six weeks of us being together, I went to a party because I was serving drinks at a party just to make some extra money. And this guy came up to me and he was very attractive and he looked like a, a guy I dated in the past. And he kept asking for my number. I was with my current husband now as his girlfriend. And this guy kept asking for my number. And I kept saying, no, no, no. I did not want to give him my number. And he kept asking. And I felt like it was the enemy, like literally tempting me. And I gave in and I gave him my number. And and I went home that night. And the next day, I told my boyfriend, current husband, I told him, I cannot be with you. I'm never going to love you the way you deserve. I'm, I'm never going to be, be able to be faithful to you. I give in to lust. I can't, I can't say no to these things. I can't give in to temptation. There's too much of it. I just can't do this. I'm, a, I'm just never going to love you well. And I literally left him. I left my boyfriend, who is my, my current husband. I left my boyfriend. Um, and for a year and a half later, every day I woke up and I thought, I want to marry this guy. I know I love him. And then later on in the, in the day, there'd be a voice in my head that says, 
don't do it, don't do it, don't you do that, that is a bad idea, just be free, this is, do not commit, this is, this is not going to be fun, this is going to be terrible, this is going to fail, do not do this, literally every day I was in turmoil, turmoil, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, um, you know, around the same time that year, I, I was in such turmoil, I went to a Christian counsellor and I told her about the sin that I was struggling with and what I was going through and she gave me a book called Freedom in Christ and I read the book and, um, and it taught me how to have freedom from, from strongholds, how to ask for forgiveness, how to forgive, how to release myself from strongholds and also how to combat the enemy. Before that I had no tools, before that I, I wanted to know Jesus and I was growing my faith but as soon as I, I felt an attack of the enemy, as soon as I felt temptation I would give in and I would just crumble. But knowing how to combat the enemy, knowing the tools, knowing what to say, knowing how to rebuke him and how to break strongholds was really, really useful. So God was working this out in me, breaking those strongholds, because ultimately, no matter what you're going through, if there is a sin that you keep going back to, it is a stronghold. If you can't control yourself and control, have self-control, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of self-control. And if you can't have self-control over an area of your life, then that means that there is a stronghold. The, the enemy, the devil has hold on that area. And he had hold on me leading me back into sin, sexual sin, over and over again. And I, up to today, don't even know why I did that because I'm not even this kind of person who is obsessed with sex. I just, I, I just kept going back and back and back and back, right? But anyway, um, knowing how to combat that, knowing the strongholds, knowing the root, I, I had that tool. But later on in the year, I kept thinking, I kept getting that thought, I want to marry him and then later on in the day do not marry him do not do this you you will not do well this will be terrible and over and over again every day until I started to get really depressed and one day I just lay flat on the floor and I said to God I said um I said Lord just take this from me take this from me I don't want this okay I don't I just keep thinking about him it's either you take it from me or you fix this and you sort it out and you lead me to my husband, right? So I either want him to just rip it from my heart and my mind or 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 help me to help me to to conquer what I was dealing with inside. Um after that, you know, I I really felt led back to my husband and went back to my husband, told him I loved him. He told me he loved me. And then after that again the enemy said, Do not do this. You can't do this. Run away. And I just ran again. I ran again. My poor husband, right? That's when we weren't married yet. But I ran again. And then I went with a guy again after that. And I crushed my husband. And he, my my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and he 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 went away. He said, I cannot talk to you. You are hurting me. You are, you're really, really ruining me. And the very thing that I always was afraid of, I was doing, I was hurting him. And you see, I, he said, I cannot talk to you. So he stopped talking to me. My current husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, he stopped talking to me. I, I, I went away. I went traveling to India. And it was an incredible experience in India. But there I had an encounter with Jesus. I had an encounter with Jesus in such an incredible way. He, he, he met with me in the middle of 
of, of while I was sleeping in the bed and he just filled my heart with love and he told me you have enough love to love your husband and you are not a slave to sin and I can't even explain to you what it's like for Jesus to tell you the truth and for your heart to finally understand what that truth is but he told me that you're not a slave to sin and you can love well and and I emailed my husband again who was my who was not my boyfriend at the time actually they we he was not talking to me he he left my life I emailed him and I said um I said I really love you I really do and I really want to marry you um and and I can't remember what I said in the email but he responded because he he really loved me back and despite what I did to him he took me back and I'm so grateful for that but I'm even more grateful, ever more grateful for God who met me despite the fact that I kept sinning. I kept sinning over and over again and hurting other people because of it and being selfish and even using men. You know, I don't know how much I hurt men or how much I, you know, I didn't make them feel valuable the way I treated them. So anyway, God met me in the middle of my mess and he said to me, you're not a slave to sin. You can love well. Imagine God saying that I can love well when I was going doing all that crap. And he was still saying you can love well. And that is amazing. But anyway, I decided to take the leap. And today is is six years since I took that leap to to get together with my husband my, my husband, who who was my boyfriend at the time. We got together on the 20th of January 2015. And we've been together ever since. And when I got with him, God told me, take the leap and I will cover the gaps. Just trust me. Trust me and I will cover it. I will I will I will make it possible for you to love him well. I will make it possible for you to be faithful. And you know, this is my testimony. My testimony is that. You know, Jesus met with me years ago, years before this, years before any of this, Jesus met with me and he told me, he and he told me, I'm waiting for you outside the room, outside your dark little corner of the world that you stay in, that this, this chaos that you want to be in, I'm waiting for you. He met with me, he saved me, and it took me a long time after he saved me, after he showed me who he was, such a long time for me to to. to to step away from that sin and to be freed from it but he pursued me he pursued me he spoke to my heart he sent people into my life to give me the resources that I needed the tools that I needed to conquer the enemy to conquer the sin to to have deliverance from those strongholds and and I guess just what I want to share today and what I want you to to message me about and talk to me about is what sins are you struggling with what do you keep going back to that you just want release from um, and I just want to encourage you that maybe you don't know Jesus yet, or maybe you know him and you've known him for a long time. And you just can't find it so hard to follow him. I just want to encourage you that he is good and he can meet you in the middle of your mess. And, and he loves you and he wants to shape you. And sometimes it takes a leap of faith. Sometimes it takes us saying, Jesus, I'm ready to trust you. Stepping out and doing whatever we can to ensure surrendering everything. Reading the Bible, going to everybody, every counselor or every pastor or every Christian woman there is to help us to be freed from our slavery to sin. 
right? It is worth it because at the end of the day, he freed me and I have never been the same since. I have been freed from my the spirit of lust. I've been, been freed from the unloving spirit that caused me to keep going back and not want to be committed and not want to give myself to one person and to save myself for one person. He has, he has healed those wounds that I caused by having 18 sexual partners. He has let my husband forgive me completely for what I did to him. Jesus is so good, so good. And he's bigger than your sin. So please don't sit there in a dark corner while he's outside the door waiting for you. Open the door, go to him and let him lead you and to every possible resource, person, mentor, anything that you can find that can, that can truly help you to journey towards that transformation. I am always available on my Instagram DMs. I love chatting. I love meeting new people. So please reach out to me at, in, at Gritty Faith on Instagram. Um, I also have a course coming up um, on my website, grittyfaith.co. Check that out. And I'll be making podcasts where I just talk about different things that we struggle with and how we can combat that specifically. But this is a major part of my testimony. And I thank you so much for listening to me, to listen, for listening to my story. And I would love to hear what your experience is. It's not just about me. We each have a story um, to tell. And I also have a free download on my website that will help you to tell your story too. So thank you so much again for joining me on the first ever Gritty Faith podcast. Lots and lots and lots of love and I really look forward to getting to know you. Jesus bless you.